Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Your hosts are Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, their friends and family with the resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here are your hosts, Sharon and Becky. Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. I'm Sharon Hennepin. I'm a 25-year breast cancer survivor, certified life coach, and the author of Thriving Beyond Cancer. And my name is Becky Olson. I'm a five-time, 23-year survivor of advanced stage breast cancer. I'm also a motivational speaker and the author of The Hat That Saved My Life. Sharon and I are also the co-founders of Breast Friends. And Sharon, before you introduce our absolutely fabulous guest today, I'm so excited to hear her story. I wanted to just take a minute and just kind of share something that's been on my heart all week long. And kind of touched on it last week during our radio show, and I did end up writing a blog about it. But, um, you know, we we all have so much junk in our lives. And, you know, as Bill and I were downsizing, which we talked about for years and finally did it, the piles of junk that we threw away were just amazing. And the light at the end of all of that was, was incredible and very freeing to see the space that had been filled with so much junk was gone. And I kind of took that a little bit further and thought about it in terms of all the woulda, coulda, shouldas in our life. You know, we should have done that. I would have done that. If I thought of it, I could have. What would happen? And then we go to the what ifs. You know, what if I did it differently? What if I won that lottery? What, you know, just all the the what ifs. And we get so hung up on the what ifs. And all that does is just kind of remind us of maybe things that didn't go as planned. And I am notorious for that. So uh, I speak from experience (laughs) with this one. But, you know, rather than focusing on the what ifs, if we could learn to let go of those and learn to love the what is, I think that we'd just be so much happier, you know, as people in our lives and just being able to be more in the moment because by focusing on what is, that's that's where our true joy can come from. And so I just wanted to just wanted to share that before we move on to our magnificent. Oh, I'm so guest. glad you did because that that is a very powerful statement. Because if we can accept what is, then we can actually move forward. Yep. Unfortunately, yep. when you're in the past, when you're in that you know bad place or that what if place, you know what if I'd done it differently, and regretting all those things. Yeah, you're right. It it. It really stagger. It stagnates our um, creativity and our forward momentum. So I, I love yes, that. It does. Thank you, Becky, for, You're for sharing that. So our guest today is Janie Lighty. Janie is a dynamic speaker, best-selling author, Emmy-winning songwriter, and Grammy winner, music educator. In 2017, Janie was diagnosed with stage four metastatic breast cancer. And when the doctors told her it was incurable, Janie told them that didn't work for her. <laughs> I love that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and just five months um, after that diagnosis, Janie was given the all clear. I can't wait to share her story with you. Welcome, Janie. Thank you so much. So well, just give me a, give, give us a little bit of background, you know, tell us a little bit about you. Um, I remember you're from Alaska, and yes. um, yeah, so tell, tell us a little bit about you. Well, so I've been in Alaska for 35 years. I came up here to teach music, um, fresh out of college, and 
you know, flew into the middle of nowhere, uh, you know, on a place where you could only fly in, you know, no driving in and out. Right. Um, and where taught. was where was that? Uh, the first village I taught in was a little place called Quigilingok, Alaska. 200 people in the village. Hey, that's three times and fast, right? <laughs> I know, I know. We called it Quig for short. Oh, good. But um, anyway, and then I ended up, uh, you know, finding a job here in Anchorage. Um, my dream job was at East Anchorage High School and uh, finished out 26 total years of teaching in wow. Alaska. And then um, I know you guys have read my Leap of Faith book. I, I took a huge leap of faith. Uh, eight years ago, and retired early from teaching, really not to, you know, retire, but to shift and make the whole world my classroom. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I I was out really on the road uh, regularly uh, doing house concerts and talks. And, um, you know, I, I had a son that was here at home, um, that I wanted to be with. So I was, I would try to just be gone maybe one week out of each month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so really was, was gallivanting around the country, carrying my own equipment and, you know, my sound system, my guitar, setting up my concerts. And, um, and then in, in November of 2017, I was singing at a, an event called Rock Your Life Night with Craig Deswalt. And the next day I, I couldn't walk. And wow. And that was the beginning of this, uh, this new journey because I came home and got an MRI and they said, well, gosh, it looks like you have some, some cancer in your hip. And then from there, we, you know, figured out that it, that it originated in the breast. Oh, my goodness. That must have rocked your world. I I can certainly imagine. Oof. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. Wow. Um, I mean, it's hard enough to get that diagnosis, but then to get the original diagnosis and being metastatic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I just can't even can't even wrap my head around that one so but you do seem like the kind of person who expects miracles and and blessings out of everything so um so it sounds like you've you know filled your your time since then with a lot of amazing stuff so just kind of give us some highlights from that year well I have to say the very first highlight would be that when I came home and shared the news with my husband you know he went directly to love and to hope and to expecting blessings and miracles. You know, one of the first things he said to me was, you know, we're going to have fun with this. You're going to meet all kinds of new people. You're going to be able to bless more people because you're going to, you know, you're going to have a different audience. Uh, You'll probably end up, you know, writing a new book and writing new music. and, And he's, you know, he just helped me harness this as a blessing. mm you know, rather than, you know, rather than going to fear, it was like, let's choose love over fear and faith over worry. And, and let's just enjoy all the pre- present moments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, um, to have that kind of support and to be able to lift you up in such a, a way, because of course it's a very scary thing when you get this kind of diagnosis. But yeah. making the conscious choices that both you and your husband made, mm-hmm. I think, makes all the difference in the world. So, yeah. share the the details of the diagnosis, would you? Yeah. So the diagnosis, you know, when when they first found the the mass in the hip, 
they actually put me on crutches right away because they said, we can't understand how you're still walking. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. so much of the bone had been compromised that, and I had hip pain for three years. I, you know, I went and had things checked and was just told I had arthritis or sciatica or, and I always remember telling them, no, I can feel it inside my bones. You know, this doesn't feel like anything wow. normal, but yeah. you know, they sent me home with ibuprofen and, and that's okay. I wasn't supposed to find out yet. Um, and then, you know, I had my mammograms every year as well and nothing wow. was ever seen there. Hmm. But what was interesting was um, what started as breast cancer they said, you know, your body must be really smart because like, even though it did, you know, it did go to the bone, um, it did not spread anywhere about like there was one little tiny tumor in the breast and it never went anywhere from there. Breast wise, it just went to the bone. And they say bone, you know, Mm -hmm. bone can be better because bone typically stays in bone. Right, uh, and so you know whether that's a blessing or not. Who knows? But, um, <laughs> but it can be a painful bl- blessing. Oh my but. gosh! Yes. So yeah. they sent me home on crutches, and um, you know, within a week, I was scheduled after biopsies and figuring everything out. I was scheduled for surgery. They had to uh, place a titanium rod from my right hip to my right knee um, to stabilize the bone, um, and so I'm now the bionic woman. <laughs> And, uh, yep. and, uh, and then, you know, from there we did some radiation and, uh, I started on, uh, some estrogen blockers, uh, and so letrozole and Ibrance, which in combination, mm-hmm. uh, tend to be really good, um, for this, but really I have to say, I mean, yes, I believe in Western medicine, but, um, the things that I did beyond that with changing my diet changing my drinking habits, changing, uh, you know, starting up things like Qigong exercise, which is amazing for, for um, I think, for, for anyone. I mean, cancer, it's great for, but, you know, really, it's a, it's a lifestyle thing that can be great for anyone who's dealing with challenges. And then meditation and prayer and, um, you know, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of the story in a nutshell. Yeah, Look, can I, I ask it. a question on that? You, you mentioned letrozole and Ibrance. I, I was on that for a while, too. In 2017, when my cancer um, came back for the fourth time, mm-hmm. they decided it was probably metastatic then. And so he put me on Ibrance and, and letrozole. And you had mentioned to us, which we restated in your intro, that the doctors told you it was incurable. And that is kind of one of the things that they recognize, I guess, when they put you on on that combination. It's not really geared to cure the cancer. It is geared to give you long, you know, a long life and slow the, the, prog- the progression of the cancer. And it's kind of right. sounds like maybe that's where they were with you when they, when they, was that the first treatment that, I mean, was that the first combination of things that you did was Ibrance and Letrozole or did yes. they do? Okay. Yes. And so, and so really, um, you know, like I say, that in combination with all of the other, you know, dietary and, and sure. uh, other things. And I started um, taking uh, this CBD powder, which mm-hmm. uh, I think everybody who's who's had cancer has heard of, you know, using CBD oils and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend who, who um, just actually gifted me with this CBD powder 
And it's just a very, very strong form of the CBD. And I put that powder in my shake every day. Mm-hmm. And, and I honestly believe, you know, that um, is a big part of, of why, you know, I've had such great luck. I mean, uh, you know, when I told them I, that didn't work for me, it, that it was incurable, um, you know, five months later, we did a PET scan and not one cancer cell lit up in my body. Wow. Oh, that, is, that is the news we all want to hear, you know, yes, and we're yes. going through our battles and we're watching this nasty thing spread like it, you know, and it's very unusual to have been diagnosed already stage four metastatic yes. as you were, because usually it's, you, you catch it earlier, especially with regular mammograms, but yep. Sharon, Sharon is also a, um, a living proof that not all Tumors show up on mammograms. Yeah, and, yeah. Right. I had you know, two of them most in one of them breast, do. and yeah, yeah. Would, he didn't show up at all. And wow. so with, with that, I mean, yours, yours started there, but, you know, it just didn't show up. And so by the time they, they found it, there it was, stage four. So, right. you know, that's kind of a, a scary place to start, you know. Yeah. For me, it took 23 uh, yeah. years to get it there, but, you yeah. know. Um, it's it's taken a while, but it's but yeah, this that's the news we all want to hear. I, I go in for a scan tomorrow, and I'll find out tomorrow if the treatment that I'm on is is um, helpful or not. <laughs> so yeah. I'm assuming it is. You know, the, the, I'm on phase two of a trial right now, and phase one didn't quite do the job. Um, when mm-hmm. we did the first scan, it had spread and grown and all that. So they moved mm-hmm. me to phase two, which is it's an immune therapy trial overall but phase two added another drug to it and Mm -hmm. and my last scan showed it was stable it was still there but it hadn't grown and so now we'll know tomorrow if it's still stable or if it's maybe starting to reverse which would be ideal that's what we're going for yeah yeah Yeah. what we're shooting for so but yeah yeah, scary scary time I I'm just I'm so blessed that you um you had well. If you had a great husband, first off, to talk yes. to you about what a what do you, what do you say about this? This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, blessings I mean, and miracles. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. When he said that, because I was, you know, trying really hard to be strong, and and I just remember him looking at me and saying, "We're going to have fun with this," and I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not a word that would come to my mind right out of the shoot, but you know, right. I do understand what he's saying. Yeah, yeah but I mean, that app, it was absolutely the perfect way to start the journey because, yeah. you know, we really did just, you know, laugh and love and, um, you know, just fill ourselves with hope and, um, you know, he went to all my appointments with me. And the, I remember the doctors just looking at us like, who are these people? Because we're <laughs> laughing, you know, we're laughing, we're kissing and hugging and just sitting there, you know, like nothing's really wrong. And, you know, that's the the first chapter in my in my Leap of Faith book is called Act As If. And that's what we did. We just acted as if this was a blessing. This was just part of my journey um, as a singer, songwriter, author, speaker, you know, what a testimonial, you know, to add to your, um, you know, to your talks, right? <laughs> yep, no right. kidding. No kidding. So since break is coming up uh, quicker than I'd hope, um, I wanted to make sure we had a chance to talk about your new book real quickly, Radiating Hope. And yeah. you had three statements about the power of believing. Can you share those with us? And then I know Becky had some questions too. Yeah, absolutely. So I open my book with, Uh, The key to being blessed begins with believing that you are. 
the key to seeing miracles begins with believing that you will. And the key to radiating hope begins with believing in the brightness of your light. Oof. Those are powerful statements. <laughs> they really Love are. It. I'm going to have to play that one back when I listen to this after the fact. And <laughs> write, write it down. down. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's funny yeah. what comes to you when you're, you know, yeah. in the throes of it. Yeah. So how did you come up with the title of your book? We have about a minute before we go out to break, but we might chat through that. Sure. In fact, Aaron, our lovely, wonderful engineer, Aaron, if you're listening, why don't we skip the break? Perfect. Okay. <laughs> And he just wrote, sure. So, okay, he's okay. listening. He's paying good attention. So we're going to skip the first break um, because okay. we're, we have plenty to talk about. So, okay. All right. So let's talk about how you came up with the title for your new book. Sure. So when I originally started writing the book, I, I had called it Cancer Unplugged, Mind Over Metastasis. Mm. And, uh, and I had started, a you know, this this kind of a blog type thing called Cancer Unplugged where I was just sharing my story uh, on Facebook and it felt really right until uh, my uh, radiation oncologist, Larry Doherty, shared with me uh, this thing called Radiating Hope, that a foundation that he basically put together several years ago that allows people to help raise money for people in other countries that are less fortunate fortunate and don't have, you know, the equipment um, for treatments. And the way that they raise their money is that people climb mountains like Mount Kilimanjaro, Mount Everest, etc., and they get pledges and um, they basically donate everything to the cause. And as soon as Larry told me about this, I shared it with my family and my brother-in-law, David McCone, asked if he could be the one to summit my flags on Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, my and goodness. They, wow. So the, they, they basically give you prayer flags, you know, for each individual. And, uh, and so he ended up summiting my flags. And it was such a powerful, um, you know, moment. He almost died doing it, for one. You know, that was, it was really um, a scary moment. But... The whole radiating hope thing just became so powerful in my life that all of a sudden, one night, I just woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this book should not be Cancer Unplugged. It should be Radiating Hope, Cancer Unplugged, because Radiating Hope is really more what it's all about. Right, right. That makes complete sense. Yeah, it does. So some of the daily habits you share in Radiating Hope come from habits you shared in your Leap of Faith book, which, by the way, Sharon, thank you so much for sending me that book on Audibles. I I Mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. And what I loved was the concept of act as if, and I'm sure that has something to, because you just talked about it, um, which... I think also sometimes people say fake it till you make it, but I like act as if. It's, <laughs> right, it's right. definitely um, something I, I can relate to that. So why don't you talk a little bit about some of those habits and, and you know, how, how they impact you? Yeah, well, so one of my favorite habits is the use of your imagination. Uh, one of my songs uh, that actually is in Leap of Faith and Radiating Hope is called Just Imagine. And really, it's all about, um, you know, what you think about, you bring about. Your thoughts become your reality. And, uh, and so, uh, one of my favorite stories is that uh, three days after I came home with this diagnosis, 
we had a supermoon in Alaska. Well, everywhere, but I mean, we could really see it up here. It was. We went up to bed that night, and it was shining so brightly in our window uh, on the third story of our, our log loft. And um, my husband just kind of looked at me, and he looked at the moon, and the bed was lit up with the moonlight. And he said, take off your clothes and lay on the bed. And I'm thinking, wait a minute here. I just got diagnosed with this, you know, stage four metastatic breast cancer. What are you talking about? And he goes, no, trust me. He goes, take off your clothes and get on the bed. So he went down to the basement and he took this magnifying glass out of his fly tying uh, machine and he brought it upstairs. And he said, you know, you can take the, the sun and focus it through a magnet and burn a hole through a leaf among other things. Right. Um, bugs. I remember that as a kid. Yeah. The boys, <laughs> the, bugs, the girls, the leaves. Right. But, you know, but he said, why not? Let's take the power of the super moon and we'll focus that through the magnifying glass and we'll just melt away your tumors. And so literally we use the power of our imagination from the very get go, you know, to, to, so he took that glass and he focused it over my hip and let the moonbeam, you know, just go through and just glided this, you know, over my body in different places where they said that apparently these lesions were. And, you know, we just truly believed from that moment that we already melted those tumors away. And, you know, I still had to, of course, go through the surgery and, and get my bone stabilized and, and do all the things that, that we did. But within three weeks... I had a spot on the outside of my body that was probably the size of a dime, and it was supposed to be biopsied the week of my surgery, but I had to cancel due to, you know, having to take care of this other thing in my leg. And three weeks after we did this magical moonbeam miracle moment, um, <laughs> we, I looked down, I'm like, where's that, where's that growth? It was gone. Mm. It was just gone and it had been there for a long time and, you know, was something that was probably going to have to be surgically removed or, you know, who knows how they were going to take it off. But I mean, literally, so we thought, oh my goodness, God gave us that visual so that we could understand the ease with which those same types of tumors on the inside would melt away, just like they did on the outside. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I goosebumps. I love, I love I know, those me too. goosbump moments, well, you know? Okay, let's compare them. I got them too. <laughs> I, I know it. I know it. So, uh, and, um, and I know every chapter in your Radiating Hope ends with um, a guest author story and then a special song that uh, you've written and you sing. And I think this is the perfect moment to... Um, Tell uh, t- to hear the the radiating hope um, song. So oh, yeah. let's let's listen to that now. Great. You get to choose what you're made of. When you choose love, you join the fight.
I love it. Thank you so much. So, you. You, wait, before we move on, I have okay. to comment. So, Aaron, who is our engineer, who we absolutely adore, mm-hmm. um, while that song was playing, he put a little emoji of, of a dancer and, <laughs> and it ended it's with the so moonwalk. Cute. Yeah, was, yeah. It was so cute. We were watching this thing as, as the music. <laughs> I know. I tried not to burst into laughter. I know. Me you are too funny, buddy. <laughs> but um, we love this, you. Thank you. This song was performed at the Radiating Hope Foundation fundraiser in San Antonio recently, if I understood correctly. How did that all come about? So, uh, you know, I finished writing the song, which really was inspired by my brother-in-law, Dave, climbing the mountain, and then uh, my radiation oncologist, Larry Doherty, uh, who, you know, started the foundation. And one morning, I, you know, I was practicing the song, and I had decided it was going to go on the album um, and, you know, in the book. And I just kept hearing this whisper, go play the song for Larry. And then, you know, that other voice in your head that goes, what are you thinking? You know, he's a busy doctor. (laughs) I mean, like, really, he's going to take time out of his day to listen to you sing and play your guitar, you know, like, and then the other voice, you know, the whisper, the God whisper that says, go play Larry your song. Yeah. And the other voice, what do you think? You know, no. Well, finally, it became quite a shout. And I just decided I'm going to see if he has a moment in his day. And he said, yeah, come on down. So I brought my guitar down to his office and played him the song. Now, it was one of those moments where you just go, oh, my God, you have to listen to the whisper. Because had I not listened, none of this stuff would have happened. Right. Larry started to cry when the song was finished. And he said, Janie, you will not even believe, you know, just the magnificence of you playing me that song on this very morning. Because he said, my mentor, Luther Brady, who actually helped me, you know, get this foundation going, passed away this morning. Oh, Oh, wow. So because of that, I said, oh, my gosh, Larry, we can dedicate the song in the book to the memory of Luther Brady. So he was just like, you know, goosebumps all over. Right, right, right. So then um, a few months later, my husband and I were in Lake Tahoe, and, uh, and Larry texted and said, hey, can you just do a quick little video of this you know, of the Radiating Hope song and send it to me. I have an idea. And so um, my husband, you know, videotaped me right on the shores of Lake Tahoe, sent it to him. And the next day he wrote back and he said, hey, I sent it to the board for Radiating Hope. We're doing our big charitable giving foundation, you know, fundraiser in San Antonio, Texas in September or October. Would you like to come and, and be our speaker and present the song? So they, you know, it was just the most magnificent thing because they flew me down and uh, put me up and, and I got to be part of their, their beautiful gala event and, um, you know, just, just was introduced to a whole new audience. And, you know, it's funny, as you set the intentions, you know, for healing and for hope and for looking into your future and, and, and you know, really having a picture of where you're going, in my mind, it was like, I want to share this message I want to share this music. There's a reason God blessed me with this. And if I can harness it as a blessing, it will lead me to my miracles and help me encourage other people to do the same. So that's what's been happening. And it's just amazing. I just love that. Yeah. And so Les Brown wrote 
uh, in his foreword that this book was designed to transform and inspire millions of people, which it sounds like it's doing, which is amazing. <laughs> um, is this book just for cancer patients or is there a message for a larger audience, would you say? I think that that people who are, have a cancer diagnosis absolutely will be blessed by this book. But that said, uh, it is it is not written specifically just for cancer patients. It's really uh, eight chapters that uh, all share habits and music that can really lift and inspire people, you know, regardless of what challenge they're going through, you yeah. know, whether it's cancer or divorce or a death in the family or, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Um, when I read, when I read um, The Leap of uh, uh, Faith, Faith. I, I was, I kind of got that too, because we all have, uh, this is kind of a silly thing to say perhaps, but we all have a cancer in our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may not be in your body, but it right. could be some other thing that is holding us back from mm-hmm. living our best lives. Yeah. And so I love that whole concept of being able to um, really use these habits in all parts of our life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I have a question for you. You do sure. a, <clears throat> these songs that you've done and all the recordings for your books and all that. Um, you live in Alaska, and, and I was born in Alaska. My dad was in the oh, really? was in the military, and he was stationed at Ladd Air Force Base when I was born up in Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not there anymore. I think I think there's a bank there now. I was born in the vault. We always talk <laughs> about that. Oh my god! But, <laughs> but that's a long way from nowhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So how did how do you how did recording in Nashville come about? I mean, what what was that about? Well, that was another one of my husband's doings uh, when I, you know, shared with him that I wanted to shift out of teaching and really become more of a recording artist and speaker, author, that sort of thing. The first thing he did was he bought me this beautiful painting of a goat, a mountain goat leaping from one sheer cliff to another. And at the bottom of the painting, it just said faith. Which, um, you know, the, the Leap of Faith book, that's what you kind of see on the cover. But, you know, he gave me permission to just take that leap. And he said, you know, if you really want to be a recording artist, you know, you've done four albums here in Alaska. Why not go to Nashville where, you know, you can find a different kind of um, setup? You know, maybe you'll be able to record with some some other country artists and uh, you know, really sort of find your genre and um, step up your game. And so I literally got on a plane and went to Nashville knowing, like, I knew one person there. And uh, I went and stayed with her. And from there, it just branched into this beautiful family of musicians. Um, I, I'm blessed that God plopped me into the center of, you know, like my my fiddle player is Janae Fleener. She's she plays on the voice. She's Blake Shelton's fiddle player, and and now plays with with Steven Tyler as well because he went country. Oh, wow. um, You know the my bass player. Wait, wait, wait. Steven Tyler went country. When did he do that? Yeah, <laughs> I missed that, I missed that one. I know. A couple of years ago, he started playing with this band called Loving Mary, and uh, doing some country stuff. But oh uh, my gosh, I'll yeah. Go, go so, try to find him on YouTube and listen to yeah, that. <laughs> missed but, that uh, one. Anyway, you know, my drummer plays with Reba McIntyre and, and like, myriad of other, you know, um, country music stars. And my bass player's on the road with uh, with Dolly Parton a lot. And, you know, I'm not name-dropping for the sake of name-dropping. I'm, I'm sharing that 
you know, through taking the leap of faith and really believing in my dreams coming true, the universe just opened up this this beautiful, beautiful box for me of like, you know, of playing with musicians that have helped me, you know, raise my bar and become a better singer-songwriter, become a better musician, um, and have something that I can share with the world that is really like the top-notch, like it's the best um, recording that I could really come up with, uh, you know, as a musician, especially, you know, coming from Alaska. I mean, we've got great musicians in Alaska and places to record, but you go to Nashville and, uh, you know, it's, it's just an amazing, amazing place to up your game. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, I, yeah, I, I can imagine, um, especially with all these musicians and they're all there. And I just, that's, that's impressive. I mean, yeah. I know you weren't name dropping, but it's still an impressive list. I will admit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so talk about your video series, Cancer Unplugged, um, and what you've been doing with that on Facebook. I started Cancer Unplugged uh, shortly after the diagnosis because I really wanted my family, my friends, my my former students, um, my fans, I wanted them to know that I was doing great. I, you know, I felt like if they heard it through the grapevine, you know, imagination runs wild and people were hearing things and, and, you know, imagining the worst. And I thought if they can see my face, see me light up and, you know, and share my story, you know, maybe it will, uh, first of all, ease their fear and maybe it'll, you know, help provide hope and healing for some other people uh, in the process. So my very first video, I, I really just sat in my kitchen and said, hey, everybody, you know, I uh, just wanted to share this news with you and let you know that I'm doing great and, you know, kind of just went from there. And then as I developed it further, you know, I tried to do one every month and, uh, and, and then I started sharing a song, um, you know, that kind of went with the message of that particular uh, video. And, you know, they're anywhere from eight minutes to 20 minutes, depending. And and it is something that's ongoing and, um, you know, I'm going to continue to do, um, you know, because it does seem like it's reaching an audience and just and just helping them, you know, feel some hope. Well, I think that's wonderful. Um, So, you know, you have another song snippet that we're going to share and we are pretty close to up coming up on the next break so we'll we'll listen to the song it's called take a leap of love and then we'll kind of round out the uh the segment and and then go to break after that so perfect all right let your voice be heard let your hands reach out feel someone with hope cause hope is what it's all about That is beautiful. Wow. Thank you. 
That's great. Well, I think we still have another maybe 30 seconds. So let me ask you one more question. Sure. I know, I know you're an inspirational speaker, and I know you've taken some time off to heal. Are you ready to get back on the stage and share your message? And I'm guessing yes, but. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. I absolutely. In fact, my husband and I are, we are heading down the Alcan uh, August 1st. And I am going to be uh, in the lower 48 uh, for a while. And so I'll be closer to, you know, those opportunities to, to speak and to sing. I told a friend of mine yesterday, I said, you know, I, I remember being at a Tony Robbins event and Lisa Nichols was, was uh, one of his guests. And I remember sitting there thinking, okay, if Lisa Nichols canceled at the last minute for whatever reason, and somebody came to me and said, oh, my God, Lisa Nichols canceled. Can you fill in for her? Like right now. And my answer was yes. It was like, I'm ready. I'm excited. And, you know, just I don't, whether it's in front of two people or two million people, my answer is yes. Good for you. I love that. That's, you know, (laughs) and and sometimes if it's a small audience, it's because somebody in that audience needs to hear your message. And it might be one of those two, or it could be, you know, two people out of the million, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And as a speaker myself, I've had that same experience. So, so listen, we're going to go ahead and take a break and, and give you time to breathe here for a minute. So stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. For Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio, visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. When was the last time you felt free? It's time to uncover that feeling again with the compassion of a cross and shield and the power of a car that opens doors to the best hospitals and medical centers in all 50 states. Giving you the freedom to love, to dream, to dance like no one is watching. Regions Blue Cross Blue Shield. Live fearless. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to our program. We've been talking with Janie Light. Is it Lighty? I think yes. it is. Right. Yes. Oh, good. And author, uh, musician, speaker, and miracle survivor, I will say, of metastatic <laughs> breast cancer. And um, I just wanted to find out, you know, hopefully we've wet people's whistle to, to figure out um, how they can get more of you, whether it's your books or your music. And so where can people go to listen to some of the song samples and order your books and CDs? The very best way is to go to JanieLighty.com. And I'll spell that. Uh, it's J-A-N is in Nancy, I-E-L-I-D is in Delta, E-Y.com. Because if you go to my website, uh, you can listen to samples of the music. You can read, um, you know, just some of the information about the books. You can actually order the books right there from the site. Uh, you can watch some videos. Um, you know, there's just a myriad of information there. If you're someone who, who really um, loves, you know, to order from Amazon, you can get, uh, you can get both the books on Amazon. All of my music is on iTunes. Uh, and, um, and then I'm also on uh, Audible for the uh, for the Leap of Faith book. I haven't gotten the new book on yet, but um, but the Leap of Faith book is on Audible, and you can actually, uh, you know, it's cool because you listen to the story and then it goes right into the song. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's how I um, listened to it originally, and then shared it with with Becky so she could listen to it as well. Awesome. Because I I'm an Audible person I'm you know I'm a tried and true since 2005 I realized I've been a member seriously so I, have, wow. I have 226 books or some ungodly number of books um, that I have uh, gotten through audible in the last wow. 15 years so uh, yeah it's definitely something that I prefer and so I'm excited hopefully you'll get your other one on audible as well because yeah. I definitely want to read that one as well. Yeah. Well, it's funny. My mom is blind and uh, she, so one of the reasons I did the audible was, was for her. And so um, even though the, the uh, radiating hope isn't on there yet, I actually did a, a recording just on my computer for her. So I have, I have this whole thing that I sometimes share with people, Oh yay. Uh, but I, I just need to do my professional recording of it and then yeah, get it up yeah, and get yeah. it loaded up. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, so you launched an online course recently um, called leap of faith, eight daily habits to power up your leap. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, tell me more about that and how our audience can find out more about it as well. Yeah. So, you know, one of the reasons that I launched that is um, I've had so many people say that, you know, they they either read the book um, or, or have kept the CD in their car. And, you know, as they've gone through, um, you know, whether it's a cancer diagnosis or, or whatever they're going through, they said, you know, they just absolutely find hope and healing every day as they, as they just, you know, get in their car and, and put that music back on. And um, one lady even said that she had her PET scan uh, about eight months after reading Leap of Faith and listening to the music every day, and her PET scan came up free and clear as well. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, so my friend Kathy Neeson... Uh, helped me. She, we collaborated on this online course, and it's really eight weeks, one hour per week, 
Um, I have a pre-recorded version and a live version, and uh, and it's just spending an hour together online, um, you know, working on these these eight daily habits, and uh, and really just um, helping people find a way to you know turn their turn those adversities into blessings and you know lead live a life that's um, generated by love and um, you know using your imagination and and um, you know gratitude and journaling and all that there's a workbook that goes with the class as well cool. I, and I don't have a link to it yet but anybody who's interested in in that um, just go to my website again it's janielighty.com send me a message and I'll send you information right. so Janie let me ask you a question if you'll I don't know if maybe this is asking too much because maybe you want to keep it as a secret unless people sign up but can you tell us just quickly what the eight daily habits are to power up the leap absolutely okay act cool thank you yeah act as if begin it now dream big just imagine live in gratitude let the music lift you um laugh while you leap and leap with love oh love it oh my gosh yeah. Goosebumps again. Goosebumps again. <laughs> that so, sounds like something I'm going to need to sign up for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They're, they're, they're amazing. Um, and I, I just, obviously, this is a big project for you, but I'm really curious what you're going to do next. Have you thought about it? <laughs> <laughs> I know you think big, so. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. You know, really, as I look at my purpose and everything I've been through in the last year and a half, you know, in my perfect world, I will be speaking, you know, on a very regular basis um, to audiences who, who just need to hear that message of, of hope, healing, um, you know, faith. Uh, and, and I, I, you know, I just, I know that, that I am supposed to be out there sharing the message, sharing the music, and 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 being that beam of light, you know, that I really feel like I honestly, you know, came into this world to be. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. And and again, I think for people maybe who who don't have the faith that we're talking about, I think just being open, just mm-hmm. just open yourself to the possibility mm-hmm. that that there is something way beyond you there is a plan and you know how how else can you describe it i don't know is is that <laughs> am i am i getting the gist here <laughs> well yeah yeah and i think that you know from my experience once people start using these daily habits and you know and 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 listen to the kinds of blessings and miracles that that have happened to me you know through my daily habit you know my really practicing those daily habits uh once they they see you know whether it's a a little blessing or a little miracle i mean people think sometimes think you know a miracle is jesus walking on water i mean it miracles happen every day and they can be little tiny things that bless you along the way and once they start doing these habits and they and they recognize that oh my goodness something magical just happened did that happen because I'm doing these habits oh my goodness you know and then they want to do more I honestly you know I just believe that 
that it can shift the mindset for anyone who just decides to, to take a chance and take that leap. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, we're going to play an, another snippet from your opening song in Radiating Hope. The song is called Up, Up, and Away. And before we do that, tell us a little about the song and how you chose it to open your book, because that's kind of a big big deal yeah. <laughs> when, when you introduce something like that. Yeah. It's funny. That song was a song that I started probably 15 years ago, and it just would never finish itself. For oh, some wow. reason, uh-huh. it never would finish itself. And it took years, and uh, and I finally finished it, and I actually put it on a, uh, one of my previous albums. But as I looked at the way that I was acting as if, you know, I was healthy, acting as if, you know, my body was just thriving and that all my cells were dancing and, you know, just um, just really heal on a healing journey. I recognized that that song put me in that mindset every day, you know, just waking up with this attitude of, you know, being up, up and away. My sky has no limit. This is my day, you know, up, up and away. My sun is shining. You know, and I'm feeling okay, and I'm expecting miracles and blessings along the way. And and so, for me, that was just such a, um, you know, it, it was just so perfectly fit mm-hmm. to the message in the book. I thought, this is a good way to start it out. I love it. I love it. So, let's just listen to that um, real quickly, and then we will be pretty close to the end of our show. So, okay. thank you. Well, thank you, know, you for sharing that. You know, I think I heard that. the violin on that one. Is that the, the violinist you were talking about? Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, Janie, the quality of your music, the, the soundtrack is just, it's so professional. It's not like something you recorded in your basement, unless you have a really good sound studio down there. <laughs> but, you know, it's really good quality, which, you know, really speaks to the quality of, of your books and your audible stuff. And, you know, you're just and a very... message. And yeah, message. Just a very, very impressive person. Um, I was so glad that you joined us on our show today. Well, we are just about out of time. We have a couple minutes left. So I want to just one more time, Janie, ask you to share your web address with people one more time just to make sure that they got it. Yeah. So it's www.janielighty.com. It's J-A-N as in Nancy, I-E-L-I-D as in David, E-Y.com. And And from... 
from there, they can get almost everything that you're talking about, your book sales and your speaking and all of those things. Well, thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I know in Alaska, it's much earlier than it is here. And you're you're moving today. And for someone who is moving today, believe me, I know. Yes. (laughs) Well, and I have to do do one shout out to my husband, Sean, because not only are we moving today, but today is our 20-year wedding anniversary. That's awesome. So this is a really, really, really big day for you. And you still said yes when we asked you to be on our show. So I am really thrilled. I know our audience is going to benefit much from from this show today. So um, do make sure people that you reach out to her and learn more about her music and everything that she's doing and her her, um, online program that she's doing. All of it's really good. So, um, But before we go, I wanted to also thank our listeners for listening. We just crossed, we had 23,000 episodes listened to last month in the month of May. And that's just tremendous and it's growing so much and we just thank all of our listeners yeah Yeah. all of our listeners who take the time every week to tune in whether you're listening to us live um, or if you're listening to us on demand it doesn't matter the message is the same but we are thrilled that that you've chosen to listen to our podcast Um, we were also listed under women.com as one of the top five podcasts out there for breast cancer so we're very very excited Um, things have just been really going well in that direction So um, with that, we will be back next week. And until then, remember, there is always hope and we're here to help you find it. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Please join Sharon Hennepin and Becky Olson again next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. There is always hope and we'll help you find it. We'll talk again next time.